So as the night goes on, will these lights change? Is that oh, what you're they saying? absolutely. Will. Oh my goodness, yes. that's awesome. Yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna mimic the behavior um, of the stars above. So that's one thing, right? About maybe living in an urban setting or downtown is you know being downtown is because of all sort of the light pollution. Um, sometimes you lose the stars and being able to see the stars. So they're sort of bringing the stars back down into the city. Um, so we think that's that's a pretty cool concept, and hence why one. Hey friends, welcome to a special edition of the Camp House Podcast. Uh, you know, normally these are interviews talking about ideas and things that have already happened or that are ongoing, but this is a special interview with Amy Donahue of the River City Company previewing tomorrow's big event, Party in the Passageways. The River City Company in AIA, Tennessee, have combined to create this new design competition to transform Chattanooga alleyways to breathe life into these auxiliary spaces, to create a place, a destination in itself, and to demonstrate the value, the importance, and the potential of these between spaces and the significance they have to our built urban fabric. This is the Camp House Podcast, and I am your host, Matt Busby. Amy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, this is the first time I've had somebody from River City Company on the podcast. So before talking about passageways, I'd like to kind of hear what, what is River City Company? What role does it play in our community? So River City Company was created um, back in 1986, and we came out of the Tennessee River Park Master Plan. And so that plan looked at how do we enhance, obviously, the river. It was an incredible asset. We knew it then we obviously really know it now and one of the sort of tenets that came out of that plan was there had to be a nonprofit entity that got up every day and worked on it um, and so hence river city was born that was our how our name came about was how do we reconnect the river to the city river city company wasn't the most creative name uh, but it's worked and so basically since then, of course, our original, a lot of our original efforts were focused on the riverfront and reconnecting the city and how do we enhance those assets. But really our role has evolved in 30 years on what are the gaps downtown and how do we fill those. So we've done everything from housing work. Um, we were one of the main groups that went out and um, fundraised for Battle Academy because we knew there needed to be a school of choice downtown. That was a big gap. Um, public spaces, of course, are big ones. Retail efforts, programming and marketing activities. So we do quite a bit. So it's all about what are we missing? How can we fill it? Yeah, so the gap there is a very general term. It's yes. like, it can be anything. Yes, and, we've, and, and again, we've done a lot of different things. You know, one of our most recent large-scale projects was the block which is the 200 block of Broad Street. And we helped build a, a really cool, awesome climbing gym, which of course you're like, wait a minute, you're, you're a nonprofit and you're building climbing gyms. <laughs> um, so again, it's looking at what are the gaps? That was a building that was sort of in prime real estate that could really add to the unique fabric of downtown. So how do we do something that speaks to Chattanooga, that fits in the area, and we had a lot of people coming to us about, of course, our outdoor reputation and how do we how do we make that known in downtown? And so 
Um, you know, High Point Climbing and Fitness was born, um, again, out of great community partners that really wanted to do a very special project for Chattanooga. And of course, we could have just done the gym inside and, and been done, uh, but that's not really our style. Um, so we erected a huge <laughs> uh, climbing wall and art piece, really, um, on the side of a parking garage. Um, and we think it's great. And that was a completely local development from construction financing. Um, all of our tenants were local. So it sort of speaks to the fabric of, again, what we think makes Chattanooga great. Well, what, what is your role at River City Company? Uh, what do you do day to day? So I'm our director of marketing and communications. So the best way I can explain it is if we're doing it, I'm the one who's talking about it, um, mm. which I enjoy. Hence your presence on the podcast. <laughs> exactly, which I enjoy doing. Um, so whether it is our work in development, whether it's our advocacy work, um, that we do for downtown. We do feel like we are the group that advocates for the best and highest use of downtown space. Whatever that may be, we feel like um, we're in the best position to advocate what's best for downtown. Um, so yeah, so whether it's something with housing or we've developed um, a new study or tools for folks to use, or if it's one of our, what we feel like are fun and interesting programs, letting people know about them and how to get involved and um, you know, again, sort of a philosophy of ours that it doesn't matter where you live in the Hamilton County area, downtown Chattanooga is your downtown. And we want you to feel that way. We want you to feel that you have access to it. And we want you to feel, again, that you can find ways to plug in and make it your own. Yeah, so it really seems like the River City Company is jack of all trades. Uh, you know, when you describe a gap can be anything from a marketing gap to physical spaces. It's kind of this jack of all trades, but it is highly focused on downtown, correct? Correct. Yeah. So we have a, a, a very um, specific footprint that we work in um, that is um, sort of in our eyes downtown proper. And that's where, and we know that things that happen, you know, around that perimeter or things that happen in other places in our county are very important and influence downtown and vice versa. But we, again, feel like there's other groups that are working on those things, and we want to be the group that's continuing to work on downtown. Well, speaking of gaps in our downtown, um, this newest project of River City Company is a partnership with AIA Tennessee, the American Institute of Architects, and it's focused on alleyways. So, and you guys have titled it Passageways. So can you talk about this new Passageways project? Sure. So the unveiling, which we hope everybody comes to, uh, Party in the Passageways, is happening Wednesday, August the 24th, starting at 5.30 to 8.30. Um, anyone is welcome to attend. It's free. There's going to be all kinds of fun stuff happening in each of the alleyways. So make sure you put that on your calendar. And that's going to be uh, starting in at Miller Plaza, right? And then yeah, people we're, go out from there? Yeah, we're going to get everybody kind of started from there, hand you a map, kind of tell you where to stop and the fun things in each alleyway. Um, so yeah, so start in Miller Plaza. Um, all of the alleyways are in a very short walk, um, so it's very simple um, to, to start there and walk around and see everything. But the Passageways program really started over two years ago. Um, we were looking at, again, some animation programs, things that we could do to really highlight, again, those gaps. And so ultimately, two years ago, we went with a program that actually animated vacant storefront first floor windows in city center because that was really a bigger need at the time there was a lot of storefronts um, that didn't have anything in them that were sort of 
dark, scary places people uh, didn't want to go. Are there any of those storefronts that are still open? It, was the Historogram thing on Market Street part of that project? Yes, Okay, it was. yeah, that's still there. Yeah, so we still have two that are up um, because those buildings are still sort of in flux and don't have permanent um, you know, people in them. But really, all of the rest of the windows that we utilize for that have somebody in them now. That's great. That's yeah. great. And that was the whole point of the project with open spaces was really to get people rethinking what could go here. It's kind of hard to do that when you're looking at a dark, dirty storefront. Um, but if you're looking at something that's fun and has light and has art and people are stopping and looking and staring and interacting, it's easier to think, okay, I can put my business here. Yeah. Um, so we were really excited about the results of that project. Um, but of course, there's still gaps and still alleyways. And so we've been thinking about the project on and on since then. And Really, it was serendipitous that AIA Tennessee came to us um, back in the beginning of the year and said, we are going to host our annual conference here in Chattanooga in August, and the theme is impact. And so we want to help with a project that can impact the local community. Um, And so thankfully, uh, they came to us and their idea was alleys, and we had already been thinking about alleyways. Um, So it really worked out perfectly that we were able to draw on the strengths of AIA Tennessee and the networks and the people that they could reach that would have the professional, you know, fortitude to do these projects. And we were able to work with local building owners, property owners, the city funding partners to really make it work. So the, uh, the unveiling of this new project, Passageway, is going to be August 24th, and that coincides with the AIA conference here in Chattanooga? It does, the first day, yeah, the first day of their conference, which is also really great because all of the architects, artists, designers that are um, involved in the Passageways program are going to be here for the conference, but then also going to be here for the, you know, regular Joe Schmo that is not an architect, um, but maybe it's just appreciative of the idea or um, the, of course, the inherent art behind these installations to come and they will be there at the party. So you can talk to them and say, how in the world did you decide to do this great installation with 6,000 polystyrene triangles that look like a really cool <laughs> urban chandelier? Let's talk about the challenge a little bit. Like, how did you guys organize this challenge? Because, you know, it's fascinating. If you guys go to Passageways, if our listeners go to passageways.chadnuga.com, the, the homepage is, uh, it will open up this incredible map of the entire world, and it shows you where all of the submissions came from. And it's, it's incredible. Like, it's literally from India um, to uh, Indonesia to, you know, right here at home in Chattanooga. How many, how many entries did you guys get? How did you organize something that was so big uh, that people from all over the world were interested in being a part of? Yeah, so we had about 70 submissions in total. And uh, about a third of those were international submissions. About a third of those were national submissions, non-Tennessee. And then another third of those were Tennessee, including Chattanooga. Um, So we had a great representation of folks that are interested. And really the reach, thankfully, was provided by AIA Tennessee. Um, So architectural competitions are common. But the really cool thing about the Passageways program is the selected installations were actually going to be built. So yeah. most most architecture competitions, you know, you're just submitting a design. Nothing, it's not necessarily going to take anything's going to happen with that. Sure. But it, in this case, uh, we are going to act on whatever designs were chosen. Yeah, it was going to be built, which we 
which we thought initially and found out, of course, from the um, quantity of submissions was a very interesting and obviously worthwhile thing for folks to do. So we were really able to reach all those folks through the networks that AIA Tennessee provided. And there are um, websites really kind of devoted to these types of competitions that, again, that AIA Tennessee had access to, to getting it out. So that was really fantastic. We were able to reach out in the local community and make sure that local artists, architects, designers knew about it. But AIA Tennessee was really able to um, push us over the edge and get us out to the international community. So when you guys partnered with AIA Tennessee to to do this competition, um, there was there's very specific design criteria. If you go to the website and you look at the about page, what were kind of what what was River City's design criteria versus the architecture design criteria? So you know, obviously, you guys have two different purposes that kind of align perfectly for this. But what did you bring into the project that you wanted to see happen in Chattanooga versus what did the architects want to see happen? Sure. So one of the sort of competitions that we sort of um, mimicked in some ways was another competition that actually happened at an AIA conference in New Orleans. Um, and you'll have to forgive my rudimentary French, but I think it is pronounced decor, uh, but spelled D-E-C-O-U-R-S. And so they did a similar thing. They um, created these great art and architecture-based installations, but it was actually inside of empty storefronts. And during AIA convention, people were actually able to go into the storefronts and experience these installations. But they were only up during the convention and maybe a short time after that, and then they were down. So from a River City Company perspective, our biggest thing was, okay, we want installations that are great. We want something that we can, of course, unveil during um, the convention. But we want something that is more durable. We want something that um, ideally can stay in place six to 12 months and be an area that we can program, that we can do things in, but we can also encourage the community to look at these as sort of like extra event spaces, if you will, or extra parks, um, and be able to utilize these spaces and program them for up to a year. So that was really our biggest addition um, that I think provided both an interesting reward, I guess, or bonus for the architects, but then also, you know, really brought in ideas of, okay, what materials, what are we going to do? How is this going to stand up in the unpredictable weather of Tennessee for 12 months um, and really be a space? So it was, you know, it's a big judging criteria um, for the community and the architectural judging groups that looked at these was, okay, this is great, but can it last six to 12 months? Yeah, and you speak about the judges too. That's the other interesting thing about this project is that uh, you guys have judges from all over the place. How, how were the judges selected for this? Sure. So what we wanted to do, um, and, and the first sort of jury to look at the submissions was an architect-based jury. Um, so it was a blind review. So the architects that received the submissions did not see who submitted what. Of course, we wanted to try to keep it as fair as, as we could. And so the, the architects that were selected for that were really um, a group from both the local convention planning committee and AI Tennessee of just professionals around the country that we thought would be, um, were doing innovative things that, did, that had some experience in doing um, maybe some similar projects and could really understand the tenants. So the architectural jury looked at the submissions first. 
And then River City, um, again, because this was sort of what we thought that we could bring to the table as we pulled a group of community stakeholders that, of course, knew um, downtown, that knew the alleyways, that are involved in things happening in the community to help us think through. And again, they looked at these submissions blindly and helped us decide. And so we ended up um, with five installations that are going to be built in four alleyways. One alleyway is going to have two. And it we got one team from New York, um, one team from Brooklyn, uh, one team um, from Sydney, Australia, and then two teams from here in Chattanooga. Well, that's really interesting and a, and a source of pride for Chattanooga that this was a blind competition in two out of the five chosen were from right here at home. So it's really it's really exciting. Yeah, no, it was it was a great representation, of course, of, you know, the, the talent that we already have right here in our community. So part of the other criteria you guys were looking for in terms of submissions, you know, you have a, on the about page or in the, there's a thing called the program and you list kind of four attributes, gathering, engaging, longevity, and constructability. Now you've, you've already talked about longevity a little bit. What do you mean exactly by you want these spaces to be gathering and engaging and constructability? Can you speak to those other three pieces? Sure. So constructability is very simply that the installations could be constructed in about a week's time frame. Um, we, you know, while we would love to have, um, you know, potentially weeks and weeks for folks to work on this, um, that's not the case. So really with the constructability, it was, okay, whatever idea you propose, we need to make sure that you can install it and it can be up within about a week. Um, so some teams were doing um, lots of prefabrication before they got here in town in Chattanooga or doing prefab work off-site or some people had ideas that truly could be constructed from scratch here in town in about a week so that was the constructability part but the gathering and engagement parts um, were again sort of criteria that River City felt were important so we wanted these spots again to be areas that people would gather whether naturally they're sort of walking down the street and they stumble upon one of these alleyways and they're looking and they're trying to figure it out and um, you know kind of enjoying it Um, you know maybe it's somewhere that you know people think so cool they're gonna you know just bring their kids by one evening and say hey look at this really cool installation or they're gonna choose to have their lunch there one day or again just a gathering spot for people to go and then also more formally so events Um, It has a community space. We're already working with a ton of community partners and figuring out a schedule of, um, you know, okay, so you, you do poetry readings every month. Okay, well, let's do one in the alleyway. You want to host this civic engagement piece. Well, why don't you do it in an alleyway? So it's really just kind of, um, kind of keeping the conversation with going and hopefully getting groups um, to use that space as an event space. Um, and we're very open to the public too. So if you have an idea or something you want to do and you think you can do it in one of these alleyways, let us know. Um, we want to help you make that a, a reality and a space to, to utilize. And again, engagement. We want people to engage in the installations, whether that's, again, just sort of sitting back and enjoying it we have one alleyway installation that's going to be on broad street between the james and mcclellan buildings that's um the whole installation is interactive it's these great um smaller different color blocks that um, are going to span both sides of the alleyway and when the team um, does the initial installation um, on one side it'll be a picture of the tennessee river here in chattanooga before uh, tva built the dams 
and then one picture after. So you can sort of see, of course, the difference and the impact on our community that that had. Um, so that's going to be the initial images. There are going to be cameras set up on that installation. And then you, after the launch event, are going to be encouraged to move those blocks around and create your <laughs> own images and pictures and, and visions. Um, and that's going to be captured throughout the year. And so we're going to be able to really see what kinds of things the community does on their own. If people do have an idea for animating these spaces, where would they contact? Uh, who, who would they contact in order to get that kind of on a schedule? Sure. So um, you can give us a call at River City um, and we will talk you through that. We're also, um, once the launch party is behind us, as you can imagine, that's a big event to get everybody together and get the alleyways unveiled. Um, but we're also going to have on the website um, the ability for um, folks in the community to submit ideas, whether it's just a general idea like, hey, I think it'd be really cool to do a movie night because there's a lot of things that we can help organize or, again, reach out to partners in the community and say, hey, have you ever thought about bringing your movie and doing it here? Or if there's something that you're involved with, a, you know, a group um, that would like to utilize the alleyways for something, there'll be the opportunity to sort of, you know, ask about using the spaces there. So, yeah, so either you can give us, give River City a call because we are the group that's going to be sort of the point person for programming for um, the year's time, or again, you can reach out um, on the form on the website. Yeah, again, I just want to encourage everybody to check out the website. You're going to see some really dynamic pictures of each one of the winners on there, but also you can see the top 24 submissions. So there's five winners, but there are 19 other incredible submissions that would uh, would probably get you really excited. You'd probably, you'd probably be disappointed that one of these wasn't picked. Everybody's going to have their different favorite out of these 24, and it's really, really exciting to kind of just see the creativity um, and the ideas that people came up with for our city. And so uh, that's passagewaystchattanooga.com. And uh, the, the air date for this podcast is actually August 23rd. So if you're listening to this right now, um, tomorrow is the big party on the pass- party in the passageways um, that's going to kick off at, at what time, Amy? 5.30. At 5.30 at the um, pavilion at Miller Plaza. So that'll be tomorrow if you're, if you're catching this on the day it was released. All right, so we actually have five five winners that are, as we are speaking, are being installed, correct? Yes. As this, well, as hopefully, this interview is happening. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully they are, are well um, into the installation process. All right, well, you already started talking about one of them, but I want to go through each one of them individually, and you just give us a preview uh, of what these are going to be like, what to expect. Why were they chosen? I don't know if, if you have a lot of the, the judges' reasoning behind them, um, but let's start with uh, Stargaze. Where's this one going to be located at? So Stargaze is in the alley between Tennessee Valley Federal Credit Union and First Volunteer Bank on the 700 block of Market Street. Both of those banks um, are, are partners on this, which we're very thankful for. Um, so yeah, so that's where you can find it and stargaze is from a team out of new york and it's a just a a group of um, designers then architects that are are not with a firm so that's one thing that we actually found was very interesting is most of the proposals we got were not from like an official firm it was sort of a collection of architects that were friends or just interested um, and got together we do have some firm representation but that was one interesting thing that i didn't expect Um, So Stargaze is these really incredible, it's very hard to explain, um, so hopefully you'll come out and see them. (laughs) Um, But they are these very large star-shaped beacons that are going to be suspended down the alleyway. And the cool thing about these beacons is that they are connected to 
a STAR API data set um, that is provided by NASA and a few other partners. And so basically what it's going to do is there is internet Wi-Fi there that it is going to pull from that data set every day. And then the beacons are going to mimic the star behavior that is above them. Um, so they're not just going to be like your Christmas lights, right, that you can change sort of the, uh, you know, maybe like old school, like flashing, make it faster or slower. They're actually going to be talking to a star data set and mimicking the behavior that you are, in theory, should be able to see above you. So as the night goes on, will these lights change? Oh, they absolutely. Will. Oh my goodness, yeah. that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna mimic the behavior um, of the stars above. So that's one thing, right? About maybe living in an urban setting or downtown is you know being downtown is because of all sort of the light pollution. Um, sometimes you lose the stars and being able to see the stars. So they're sort of bringing the stars back down into the city. Um, so we think that's that's a pretty cool concept, and hence why one. Yeah, so far I'm, I'm getting really excited about both these <laughs> ideas you've talked about. Um, the next one is the Urban Chandelier. So Urban Chandelier is on the 700 block of Cherry Street. Um, it is uh, between um, 701 Cherry, which is the, to the redeveloped um, building there on the corner that used to be or was the original um, home for Crystals. Mm-hmm. Um, and now is the home for some great um, innovative companies, um, Whiteboard, Open Table, CBI. And in that particular alleyway is um, an installation by a design firm out of Sydney, Australia. And it is exactly what it sounds like. So they are hanging um, from uh, rods down the alleyway, um, are hanging 6,000 reflective polystyrene triangles. And the thing about these triangles is that regardless of the light source, whether it is natural light, whether it's sort of artificial, you know, night light from street lights or lights that are going to be interspersed um, in the chandelier piece as well, it'll pick up the light and then it'll sort of like a chandelier does um, sort of shoot prisms of light um, from it onto the wall. So doesn't really matter what time of day you're going to be there. You're going to see sort of different light projections from the triangles um, on the walls and in the alley floor and it's going to change throughout the night Um, so again sort of a really big fun chandelier so will there be any lighting added to that or is it just going to pick up what's around it there will be some lighting Um, one of the more practical pieces of course about um, the alleyway project that we wanted to do was to increase the lighting in the alleyways because that's you know a, a fear that folks have or you know maybe a perception of alleyways is they're dark and scary in places that um so one of the things we wanted to do was to add a lot of light um where we could and where it made sense um to really sort of bring up the perceptions of those alleyways and make people feel safe and invited regardless of what time that they're there so there will be some lights within the chandelier but mostly it'll pick up the natural daylight and artificial nightlight Okay, and the next one, I think you've already started to describe it a little bit, but that was Neural Alley. So tell us where that's going to be located and, and, and who created it. So Neural Alley is, um, a, a, again, just a group of um, designer and architect friends from Brooklyn, um, New York, and they are utilizing a bunch of smaller blocks um, that are actually going to be painted by groups of local volunteers, which we think is cool. It's a way for some um, groups and families and and folks to feel kind of that they're involved in um, the installation. And basically, they've took pictures of the Tennessee River um, 
close to here in Chattanooga, pre-dams and after. Um, and so one side of the alleyway is going to have, and when I say big, it's it's big, um, <laughs> um, picture of the river pre and post dam made out of these different colored pixelated blocks. Um, and there are going to be cameras above the installation and people at the um, at the unveiling party and then all the way throughout um, the rest of the installation are going to be encouraged to come in and move those blocks and change up the image and sort of change up the narrative of what's happening in this installation. Um, so we're going to start with those images and we'll see what we end up with. Yeah, and that's at the 700 block of Broad Street. Yes, between um, the James and McClellan buildings. All right, the, the next one is Stage Genies, and this is one of the two local ones here in Chattanooga. Yeah, so Stage Genies is actually a soundscape installation. Um, so we're putting it in the same alley as Stargaze, um, so on the 700 block of market between Tennessee Valley Federal Credit Union and First Volunteer Bank. And so the cool thing about this soundscape installation is kind of how we've been describing it is imagine you're walking down an alleyway and then kind of out of nowhere you hear maybe the Chattanooga Choo Choo start playing. You're looking around and trying to figure it out. Well, the reason it started playing is because you walked down the alleyway and triggered, triggered motion sensors and cameras um, and a speaker system that's going to play back. And so it's going to change up throughout the year. There's potential of different settings of kind of what will be played when and potentially depending on who or how walks down the alley. Yeah, Halloween um, and Christmas sound like going to be a lot of fun right? down that alley. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's again, it's a local collaboration. Um, Art 120 is, is involved. The cool thing about this is a lot of the actual programming piece is done by students, so by high school students here in the community, which we think is incredible. So, yeah, so we're, we're looking forward to all the different sounds and sort of fun play that we can have in that alleyway. All right, and then the final one is Garden Grass. Yes, Grass Garden Inversion um, is the official name of that installation, and that's also a local um, that was done by um, Craig Peavy with Peavy Design, who's a local architect, um, Matt Sears with Haskell Sears Design, um, and several other folks um, local on that one. And so what they're doing, that one is on a 700 block of Cherry Street as well, um, very close to Urban Chandelier on the other side of the street. And they are taking... Um, locally sourced bamboo and are hanging it from rods that go across the alleyway and as it's installed it's going to create this really cool sort of visual form so it's not just going to be like random bamboo hanging down and um, so it's going to create this really interesting visual form and art piece and also a neat thing about this one as well is at the bottom of the bamboo is not going to be attached um, so wind um you know a movement can move the bamboo and sort of create that fun wind yeah. chime bamboo sort of sound as well so there'll be some sound in that alleyway also so one thing about passageways and a lot of the other programs that um we've done is it's really shows and speaks to the fabric of people in chattanooga there's so many partners involved on this project um, we have tons of, uh, again, sort of partners and supporters and um, folks that are coming in and donating construction time, electrical time, steel fabrication um, that makes all of this possible, especially for the teams that have to come out of town and only have a limited time here. So, 
you know, I, could passageways be done in other cities? I'm sure it could be, but it's not going to be done to the level of community involvement that we've seen. And we didn't expect any less from Chattanooga. And, um, and again, everybody is, um, is producing and we're, we're very excited about the final product. Yeah. I think that community involvement really speaks to the excellence of this project. And again, I, I can't tell you guys enough. When I went on to passageways.chattanooga.com, how blown away I was that essentially this was just a temporary website for a competition. Um, the, the, the quality of the, of the submissions that are on here, um, the quality of the winners and, uh, and just the overall, uh, aesthetic of this is, is really excellent and I'm really excited to uh, for next Wednesday to see all these final projects and to be able to walk through these alleys to be able to take my kids through these alleys um, you know part of me wishes there was a camera set up just to see um, you know the reactions of, of tourists that are in town who are just walking through town and all of a sudden they see this alleyway that's gorgeous yeah. right like I think that's what we always dream about when we're on vacation is to is to discover things like that yeah and so we do have um, we have time-lapse cameras up right now that um is, is the goal is to capture before kind of what the alleyways look like before um the installation process and then the launch party and then a few of the cameras are going to have to come down after the launch party but we're going to keep several up and so we really are interested to see sort of what we capture that's unexpected like you said people just kind of stumbling upon looking interacting um just enjoying the spaces well, Amy, thank you so much for being here and explaining more about this project. And, uh, and like I said, I'm really excited for it and I uh, hope you guys are too. Yeah, we are. So we, we look forward to, again, just kind of seeing everybody enjoying it, using the spaces and, and letting us know what else they want to see happen there. Great. As I said, you can check out PassageWaysChattanooga.com. Uh, on Twitter, they are at PassageWaysCHA. And uh, again, if you're getting this the first day it came out, that's August 23rd, the big party, the big grand opening for this is going to be August 24th at 530 at Miller Plaza. So I hope you'll be able to join us, join Amy uh, and myself on Wednesday. So again, I just want to thank Amy Donahue of River City Company for dropping in and talking to us about the Passageways partnership between River City Company and AIA Tennessee. And again, that big party is going to be tomorrow night on Wednesday, August 24th, starting at 530 in Miller Plaza. What it is, they're going to give you maps and, and really set people free to go explore these new alleyways on their own. And within those alleyways, there's going to be quite a bit of animation happening in each one of those uh, that's going to be specific to the night. But even if you can't make it out Wednesday night, you know, I really encourage you to grab a friend, grab a coworker, take your family sometime in the next couple weeks to go see these new alleyways and uh, these new spaces that are a gift to our city, a place to relax, uh, a place to come and rest and, uh, and to experience something beautiful and new. So as always, I want to thank the, the Lamp Post Group for letting me use their studio to record the Camp House podcast. And you can check them out at lamppostgroup.com. And if you are enjoying this conversation, then please go on to iTunes and subscribe. And, or, you know, just if you're already subscribed, leave us, a, leave us a review and a rating. And if you have any feedback for the podcast, you know, please shoot me an email, matt at missionchattanooga.org. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear any ideas you have going forward uh, of some interesting things happening in the city that you'd love to hear an interview about. So thank you guys for being here, and, uh, and hopefully we'll see you tomorrow night at Miller Plaza for Party in the Passageways.